0: My girlfriend of four years cheated on me with her dying ex-boyfriend. I saw their messages last week and I haven't been the same since. I borrowed her old iPad for work purposes and her Facebook account was still logged into the device. I was going to log in on my messenger because I forgot my phone at home and I was going to message her, but then I saw that she had messages from her ex-boyfriend. Let's call him Andre. Her and Andre dated for two years. They were each other's first loves and she never told me what happened between them. I met her a year and some months after they broke up when I went on a trip with my family to California. I didn't know anything about him other than the fact that they dated sometime in high school and college. When I met her, we instantly hit it off. She showed me around Los Angeles and me living in Australia wasn't a problem. We were in a long distance relationship for a year until I saved up enough money to move out of my country for her. Other than that, it took me months to look for a job in Los Angeles so that I would be financially secure when I got there. There. Three years later, we're still going strong, or so I thought. When I clicked on their conversation out of curiosity, I immediately noticed the kiss and heart emojis. Right then, I knew what was happening. I don't want to go on about the details, but the only message that stood out was her talking about leaving me for a few months so that she could take care of him. He has cancer. It's at stage one, but he reckons he's going to die. On one of his messages to her, he asked if she would visit him at his house. And I'm pretty sure that she actually did because they mentioned how they had a great time together and that it was good to catch up. Well, it's been about a week since I found out. She doesn't know that I know or that I took her old iPad out of its box and that I had spent two days reading their messages. She has no idea at all. She thinks that everything is okay between us, but I actually want to cry for a long time and I also want to do damage to myself. I have no other friends in Los Angeles. All of them are back home and they're all living their own lives now. I don't want to talk about this to anyone because thinking about it hurts too deeply. I guess when it all comes down to it, she really never loved me and I'm still trying to accept that. I don't know how to approach this. I've written my resignation letter for work and I've messaged my parents that I was going to go home sometime next month. I did both when I was extremely upset. I just need advice on how to approach this. I don't want to talk to her about it at all. I can't even look at her in the eye without wanting to break down. Please help me on what to do, and how to approach it correctly. As of now, I'm thinking of leaving while she's at work. The next day, there is an update. I finally talked to my girlfriend about it, and unfortunately, she is now my ex-girlfriend. A lot of things that I never expected to happen did happen in a span of hours. As soon as she opened the door to our apartment, I could tell that she was already starting to cry. Seeing her so vulnerable like that also hurt because I didn't want to put her in that position. I had to constantly remind myself, that none of this was my fault. We sat down, there were lots of tears. I thought I would be bitter, angry, and that I would be screaming at her the whole time, but I felt disappointed instead. I told her that I saw the messages and explained how I ended up scrolling through their whole conversation. She kept reasoning that she just felt sorry for him, and that she didn't know how to say no to him because they go all the way back. Then I told her that we go back way more than they ever did. I was there at her lowest point. I helped her get up then she admitted that they did the deed more than three times together. I saw it coming. I had a gut feeling, but hearing her confirm it hurt so much. At that point, I was full on crying. I can't remember some of the things that happened because my mind was all over the place. It still is now. I remember telling her that I was done, that whatever we had was over. She kneeled in front of me and asked me to forgive her. I don't think I ever will. I can't tolerate people who cheat. By that point, a third of my clothes were packed up. Obviously, she she feels happier with him if she can do this to me. When I posted my first story, someone who read it approached me and offered me a place to stay. His place was only around 15 minutes away from our place and he picked me up. He'll also help me sell a lot of my stuff that I can't bring back home and will help me gather all of my things back in my apartment. We both agree that I don't mention him in this post. I'm glad that I really opened up to this community instead of keeping it to myself. Thank you to everyone who also offered me a place. It's almost 3am I'm heartbroken as ever but I'm trying my best. I'm sending my resignation letter to work this morning. Every person in my family now knows my situation here and has offered support. I'll be flying home as soon as possible. To my Aussie mates, if you live near or around Chapel Hill, let me know. America, you were great, but now it's time to come home. Thanks for the help, everyone. This post had an edit that said, I'm crying again, not because I got cheated on, but because I realized that there is a whole world out there that cares a lot for my well-being. I almost can't believe that I looked at doing damage to myself as an option to get away from the pain. I am really overwhelmed and also thankful for this community. Anthony and his wife, the person who helped me, says that this has been the most wholesome thing that has ever happened to him. I may have lost a girlfriend and a future wife, but I gained heaps of friends and even friends for a lifetime. Other than that, I am feeling better. It still feels surreal that she's gone, but what can a bloke do? She made her choice, so I made mine. I woke up to multiple messages from her family saying that I shouldn't rush things and that she's stupid and makes mistakes like everyone else. It sucks that I may not be able to see her family for a long time. They were great people. I thanked them and said that although I believe in second chances and everyone makes mistakes, cheating is a choice that jerks pick. Never a mistake. My ex also emailed me around 5 o'clock in the morning. The email was too long. My eyes hurt from crying, so I junked it straight away. I miss her like crazy. I know it will take a lot of time for me to heal, but I guess I can wait. I'll message my newfound Aussie friends, when I go through all of the comments, the exact date of my flight hasn't been sorted out yet, but I'm hoping that I'll be home by next month. The following month, there was the final update from the original poster. Hi everyone. I know I promised an update as soon as I landed in Australia. A lot of things just happened after my last update and I genuinely haven't thought about letting everyone know that I am okay and safe. I didn't get to sell all of my stuff in a short amount of time, but I managed to give it out to people who really needed it. That alone made me feel a lot better about the whole situation. It was lot of electronics that I can't afford to and possibly bring back home like the TV I bought for my ex that she really loved, the microwave, and my PlayStation 4. I'm in Australia now and not everything is going as planned but whatever the situation I'm in right now is at least okay. The cherry on top of all of this stuff is that my brother is giving me a hard time about something stupid that I said about the cancer guy while I was sloshed. It was something like I hope he dies in a painful way and that got my brother all worked up Considering that one of his closest friends did die in a painful way to cut the story short I didn't end up going to brisbane to live with him and i'm now living with my parents in perth unmotivated and jobless I feel so hopeless and completely miss my ex, but I can't do anything about it other than souk The tldr of this story is I am very miserable. Thanks to everyone for being a friend I'm, sorry to people i've disappointed and promised to see in brisbane I really haven't been out partying like how I thought I would before we get to the conclusion there were a few comments, some of which the original poster responded to. Someone named Scream said, as someone who is going through a breakup, it will eventually get better my friend. Stay active and positive and things will rebuild. The original poster responded saying, I can't find the motivation to do anything. And even if I do do something, my mind will find a way to make me feel hopeless and all I want to do is lay down and cry until I feel better. It's an endless cycle. Tuna says, you can't find motivation because you don't want to. I don't know you well, but it gets better. I dated a man for two years. He was my first everything. One day I caught him cheating on me with a close friend of mine. He left me that same day for her. Took half of my money and got her pregnant. I was in the same cycle as you but I broke it because you have to love yourself. Love yourself because no one will love you better than you, yourself. You can do great things. We know you can. Life dealt you a bad hand but it doesn't mean that it's the end. The best way of breaking that cycle is forcing yourself to adopt new habits. I know of the situation you are in and the most important thing you need to do is to make a habit to go outside for 30 minutes each day at least. You need to set an alarm clock that repeats every day and commit to going outside, be it a walk, sitting on a bench, standing outside of your door or anything else. The even better option is to do the same thing but with something that makes you physically tired, such as running, lifting weights, playing football, swimming, you get the idea. This way, you have a much better basis to try and break the cycle and once you start to get better, it is a self-reinforcing effect and thus the chance of you getting to be yourself again is much higher. It is insanely hard work and it will seem insurmountable 99 of the time so put your focus on not giving up I hope you get better and wish you the best So this is the part of the story that things get very intense a lot heavier than anything leading up to this point so if you don't want to hear this part just skip to the next story but here's what happened the next post that we see is actually from the younger brother of the original poster Alex. He made a post called, My brother posted here asking for advice regarding his girlfriend who was going to leave him for her ex. I want to find the post. He passed away and I want to know why he did what he did. I've been skimming around for a while without an account, putting in keywords in the search bar, but I'm desperate to see. Please help. I am his younger brother. He passed away two months ago by his own hand. He moved all the way to America from Australia with his girlfriend that he met there while on holidays. They broke up because he found out that she cheated on him with her ex-boyfriend. I remember when we were talking about the vulnerable situation he was in, he told me that he met some people from a relationship advice subreddit that helped him transition from America to Australia again. He said that he was also going to meet people in Chapel Hill before everything hit the fan between him and our older brother. He would have been 28 or 29 years old when he posted. Please help me. I just want to see his account. I want to know what was on his mind. I need that closure. Then in the comments, Alex says, please help me. I'm desperate to see and know what the story was, she caused a massive scar on my family and I don't think we'll ever recover from his passing. The top response says, first off, I'm sorry for your loss. I'd be really careful reading his posts if you find them. Make sure that you can handle it. I can only imagine how hard it'd be to do something like that. Please look out for your mental health. You could just make things worse by moving forward with this. I suggest you maybe discuss this with a therapist before reading into anything. You want to make sure this will absolutely help you get closure and start to heal as much as one can can. If you're absolutely sure you want to read his post and that this will help you, not harm you, could this be it? Alex says, thanks a lot for this. I'm still trying to gather the courage to read the whole thing. It hurts to know that this happened to my brother. He was a good guy who would never hurt anybody. He sacrificed a lot of things for her and I really just can't believe this. Thanks to everyone who showed him kindness when he was far away from home. That same person said, I'm really sorry for you and your family. I hope the post can bring you some closure. Please be careful though. If I were in your shoes, I could very much see myself getting too hung up on the contents of the post and making my mental health significantly worse. This is why I recommend that this is something you look at with a therapist if you do decide to open those posts up. Alex says it's really tough. Every day I was scared that something would trigger him to do it. I had to call him three times within a day to check up on him when I was at university and at work. We've been having fun living together since the pandemic began. I thought he was enjoying spending a lot of time with me but I think the isolation wasn't doing his mental health any good. I guess it's harder for me because I lived with him. Thanks a lot for your help everyone. I haven't clicked on the post yet. I just need some time to collect myself. I'm pretty nervous, When my family and I have been in the dark for so long. We really need this closure. He never spoke about the situation again, and I wanted to see if he had anything more to say. I'm really thankful for the nice comments. He was a great man, and he didn't deserve any of the pain life had thrown at him. My older brother and I will be reading the post together tonight. I will be deleting the app straight away to give me some peace of mind. He also had a Reddit app in his phone with a different account. I really don't know what he was doing with many accounts, but I hope I have cleared it up for some people. We will read most of the posts on that account tonight night too. I know he was much more active on that one. I will not be telling my parents about this. They are already going through enough pain as it is. No one should have to go through the bouts of burying their own kid. Much love. I know on this channel we've had our fair share of very happy stories, funny stories, rage inducing stories, and also sad stories. This one is up there with the very sad stories we've had on the channel. It really did seem like the original poster was getting through it just fine. I mean, he went back to his home country, Australia. He had a social plan set up and ready to go. He even had a moment where he expressed all of his gratitude for the people in the community that were showing him love. I mean, he even specifically said, I'm crying again, not because I got cheated on, but because I realized there is a whole world out there that cares a lot for my well-being. I almost can't believe that I looked at doing that to myself as an option to get away from the pain. I'm really overwhelmed and thankful for this community. So, I mean, even on that note, it seemed like things were really hopeful, but after responding to a few of those comments, that's when we didn't hear from him until the brother came in. I can't even imagine the pain that this gaping hole will leave in this family. And I hope that the older brother doesn't carry any sort of responsibility about this situation because they got into an argument. That's all there was to it. It doesn't seem like that played a role in what ultimately ended up happening. I hope over time the family is able to heal, even if it's not completely, if that ends up not being totally possible. I I hope none of you will ever have to be in a situation like this, but let me know what your thoughts are down below. Am I the jerk for telling my husband he should be ashamed of himself and he would be incredibly lucky if his oldest daughter ever speaks to him again? I married my husband three years ago. He was divorced and previously a widower. He has two daughters, Annie, who is now 26 from his first marriage, and Amy, who was 17 from his second. My husband told me about his late wife, his ex wife, the issues he had as a blended family when when he remarried and Annie was not on board with him remarrying and this fact strained his second marriage. He was also honest that Annie never forgave him for remarrying and never wanted anything to do with him or Amy after she turned 18. What he did not tell me was the major role that he played in all of this. I found this out three weeks ago at a dinner with his extended family. The story as I now know it was when Amy was around five years old she took a special interest in a necklace that belonged to his late wife. My husband gave the necklace to Amy, which upset Annie because all of her mother's possessions were meant to go to her. My husband told Annie that it was just one item and she needed to get over it because Amy was entitled to have something too. Annie had brought up that it was the piece her mother wore the most. My husband told her that it was a special gift to give to her sister, that she was being selfish. His ex-wife told her that her mother would want, quote, something as special as your sister to have a piece of her as well. Annie never got over it. She tried to take it from Amy and was punished. The last time she saw any of them, she told them all to go to heck. Amy still has the necklace too. She has let it get into a bad way and talks about it as if her dad bought it for her. I was shocked. I never would have expected my husband to be that way. He was very unapologetic about it and told me that Annie would have to get over it someday. I told him that he should be ashamed of himself. That he should have allowed Annie's mother's possessions to be hers to do with as she chose. That Amy did not care about his late wife or the significance of those items. But Annie would have. I told him he would be incredibly lucky if his daughter ever speaks to him again, and that I would not blame her if she never did. He was furious that I judged him. His family said that I should take my husband's side over his daughters, who I don't even know, except for the nephew and niece who told the story, because they also think that my husband did a messed up thing. So, am I the jerk? So in this situation, the family is mad at the OP, the original poster here, for not just blindly taking her husband's side when what she observed is obviously wrong. It sounds like she has all of the facts straight. She's looking at a complete interpretation of the situation and she feels it's wrong. So she's saying something about it rather than just blindly saying, oh yeah, whatever you want. Because the situation is pretty sad for Annie who's having her mother's items just distributed to the other daughter from the other mother, the one that didn't die, just seemingly arbitrarily. This is the kind of thing that could definitely create a lifelong rift between members of a family. We don't really get to see Amy's complete perspective here because she could really just turn this whole thing around by saying hey Thanks for the offer, but I think it's better if Annie has it But maybe this necklace is worth a lot of money or maybe there's some other sort of resentment at play between Amy and Annie That we don't see here But it just seems a little bit weird that even if the dad is trying to enforce this Amy herself could easily overturn this whole situation just by giving her the necklace back So if you were in this situation from the wife's perspective the original poster, how would you handle it? And do you think that she is the jerk or not for telling her husband that he should be ashamed of himself and that he would be incredibly lucky if his oldest daughter Annie ever speaks to him again? Let me know down below. When you subscribe, make sure to hit the bell to turn on notifications. To finish listening to all the stories in this series, use the playlist at the top of the description. And next time you live stream, use the Cream of the Crop music. Search for Cream of the Stream on Spotify or whatever music platform you use for copyright-free music to use for your stream. It's free. Cream of the Stream. Either way, thanks a lot for listening. we will see you guys next time.